Welcome to the Movies I Show My Brother. I'm your host, Lucas Green. And I'm the brother, Levi Green. And this week, we are unbound by the shackles of chivalry. We need to unite Scotland. Robert the Bruce is an outlaw. Any man or woman who would give shelter to him or his ranks is to be executed without trial. The people are desperate for justice. I serve Robert Bruce! Join us to free our Welcome again to Movies I Show My Brother. This is a podcast where my brother and I will be introducing movies to each other that we may have missed throughout the years, like Die Hard, Blade Runner, Buckaroo Banzai, and many, many more. We'll also be taking a look at new movies coming out this year, like Dune, Tenet, and Those Who Wish Me Dead. This week, we'll be diving into Outlaw King. Levi, give me a little summary about Outlaw King. Outlaw King is based on a true story of Robert the Bruce, the rightful king of the Scots in Scotland, set hundreds of years ago when the Scots were trying to win their independence from England. Now, if you've ever seen Braveheart, this is more historical than that, but also a you described it to me as a sort of sequel in a way to it. This, I've got to put something out there uh, right now before we get too far into this. Yeah, ne- neither of us are history majors. Oh no, I, I read all most of, of what we know. Yeah, Wikipedia is our best friend, and also <laughs> we learned most of what we know from movies. Hundred percent. So we probably don't know much, but but we know more than we know you a little bit because we've watched these movies. Well, and read Wikipedia too. <laughs> yeah. Take what we say with a grain of salt. The and biggest grain of salt you can find. Like a salt lick. Yeah, big old salt lick. Yes. <laughs> Not one of those hamster ones, one of those horse ones. Yes. <laughs> but, but yes, it's about uh, the Scottish Revolution, 14th century, I think it is. Yeah. Early early 1300s. So, mm-hmm. this takes place, if you've ever seen Braveheart, spoilers for that movie, William Wallace dies at the end, but this movie mm-hmm. starts at that point with the revolution picking up from his death. So, the our new king is dubbed an outlaw by the English, and that is why the movie is adequately named The Outlaw King. And he is mm-hmm. hunted for the next hour and a half of this movie by the Prince of England, and well, it's just... the Prince of Wales. Fine. The Prince of Wales. I'm just, sorry, I'm just saying... The heir to the English throne. Thank you, Lucas. But <laughs> that is just the gist saying. of the movie, and it is a g- great movie and with great performances, and I'm glad we watched this one. Awesome. So your reaction to this movie is uh, that it was great. Spoilers. It's, uh, well, it's great, but it has flaws. You're right. You're right. It does have flaws. I, I believe so, too. Um, wa- walk me through uh, what you thought about this movie, a little bit of spoiler-free stuff. Uh, before we dive into a uh, deep discussion of it, uh, give me some thoughts, uh, some ideas, some, some spoiler free stuff um, thought of when you were watching this movie. Okay, it would have to be right off the top, it'd have to be the cast. Everyone did a great job. Chris Pine has been in some great movies other than Star Trek that I've never watched, apparently. As you would know if you listened to our last episode about Hell or High Water, also mm-hmm. starring Chris Pine. Not Chris oh, Pratt. Oh, yeah. Lucas. Also directed by, yeah, not Chris Pratt. We're <laughs> trying to get that right this time. Maybe it'll be Chris Evans this time. That's right. Uh, or Hemsworth, one of, <laughs> one of the Chris's. Um, but it's also directed by uh, David McKenzie, who also directed Hell or High Water. Oh, nice. So if David McKenzie and uh, Chris, I was going to say Pratt, you got me on it. <laughs> if you wouldn't have said that, I would have been fine. This oh, whole sure. Podcast. I'm sure. You had to say that. Uh, Chris Pine, if they ever do a movie together, uh, I'm going to buy tickets for opening day. Same. Because mm-hmm. both movies have been really well done. But there's also oh, yeah. another favorite of ours from this movie, Aaron Taylor Johnson from Quicksilver from the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. did a phenomenal job saying his one word, which we will talk about. <laughs> we will talk about that more way uh, in my favorite section. Yes, because he it, it, he's the Ben Foster of this movie, where he ha- <laughs> he just he just disappears into his role. And gives you, like, the best performance ever. Mm-hmm. He was great. But then there's also uh, a whole, 
like you said before we started recording, one of the best villains that I've seen in a movie like this, where he's just very well written and well acted, the Prince of Wales. Thank you very yes. much. But he's like dubbed Edward the Second at the end, but I forget I don't know I don't really know his name. In the subtitles he is called the Prince of Wales. Okay. So you're right. <laughs> but Everyone does a great job. There's a lot of people from Doctor Who and Game of Thrones that I noticed all throughout so the movie. So you're basically just saying there's a lot of British people. Every British person that has a Scottish accent was in this movie, and it was great. Where's Chris Pine from? Chris Pine is American, isn't he? Uh, I, I so. will look it up. Well, no, you don't look it up. I'll look hey, it up. Fine, you look it up. I'm already here. I was trying to be helpful. It's Okay. <laughs> But I believe Chris Pine is American. I think... Yep, he's born now. Aaron Taylor Johnson is as well. Right? Yeah. And then sure. I think everyone else is English. <laughs> or from the United Kingdom, I should say. Some of them might be Scottish, and I don't want to offend anybody. But that is got to be one of my favorite parts of this movie is the cast. Yeah, oh what yeah. What about you? The cat. Oh, I mean, without going into spoilers, yeah, the cast is amazing. Um, actually, no. He's an English stage and television film actor. Who? Aaron Taylor Johnson. He is from England. Really? Yep. Yeah. It's good to know. That'll do it. If you're ever on Jeopardy and you're <laughs> asked about Aaron Taylor Johnson, he is from England. But yeah, uh, back on track a little bit more. Um, yeah, uh, spoiler-free stuff. I love. I mean, I love me some medieval action and some giant epic battles. I will for sure watch a movie like that <laughs> ten times a week. Twice ten on times. Ten oh, times. whoa, whoa! Two movies. As this movie week. tells us, you can't do anything on Sunday, Lucas. Uh huh. <laughs> Especially Trust not me. murder somebody. Trust me, I work at a church. You can do a lot <laughs> on a Sunday. Touche. You do a lot on a Sunday. Touche. But yeah, that was one of my other notes about this: is that man, everyone's religious. Yeah, back well, in the day. I mean, back then, yeah, back then there were there were a lot more religious a lot more. and a lot more followed uh, the rules very strictly. combined with the church and tradition and things like that, and um, it was very sacred mm -hmm. to do things that were aligned with like the Pope and the it church. Was to most people. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, love this movie. It's pretty sweet. Uh, I really like a lot of the direction. Like we said, David McKenzie um, did this again. Um, there's a lot of really cool cinematography in this, and mm -hmm. it's a beautiful film. And every time I see a movie like this, it just makes me wish I was Scottish <laughs> or like Irish or something like that. More than like just Levi's been hair. doing Ancestry.com. <laughs> so it'd yes. be better if we weren't like 17 times removed from Scotland. More Our like last like name of Green is apparently from Scotland, but that was 17 generations ago. So, you know, <laughs> it'd be cooler if it was more recent, but whatever. Um, but, you know, when you see this and like, they have, I, I've always, always wanted to go to Scotland. Always love their kind of history because they have like castles and they did this uprising and they fought England and, you know, they're still under like, part of the uk and stuff like that um, i think they're okay with it now yeah <laughs> sure they are but it's just it's such a cool history such a rich history and i know america had the revolution and things like that but there weren't swords and you know well america actually won their independence yeah no offense did. to scotland but when you watch these kind of movies <laughs> it's just awesome how they just you know i agree fought. it's great i it's love cool. history movies always love a the lot. history uh-huh. And this movie, like when they were singing the songs in Gaelic, stuff like that just makes me really intrigued. <sighs> yes. You know? Yes. Like, I don't know that much about ancient Scotland and, like, that area of, like, the Vikings and before the mm -hmm. British were ruling most of the world. Like, what was yeah. that island like? And I just don't know mm -hmm. that much about it. I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy history kind of thing. Yeah, I love taking history classes in college, and I wish... You know, I pursue that a little bit more <laughs> in my free time as an adult. All it's right, let's for. move on. Yes, it is what <laughs> Wikipedia is for. Indeed. Indeed. That's what your friends are for. We'll get on that later. Shout but, out to uh, your friends. Yes, my friends. 
Um, we'll uh, dive into spoilers here, Levi. Let's get into the nitty gritty of uh, Outlaw King here. Uh, there's I have a lot of notes that I mm-hmm. took. I'm sure you have a lot of notes too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of crazy things happen in this movie. So if you haven't seen Outlaw King, I would stop the podcast now. Go check it out. Join us again and then continue listening. This is our spoiler warning. Uh, check out the movie, though. It's pretty cool. Agreed. So, Levi, let's dive into uh, favorite, least favorite parts. Uh, I have a lot here on my notes. <laughs> Not just favorite and least favorite parts, but little notes that I picked yeah. up throughout the movie. Yeah, me too. Um, no spoilers, but um, some crazy stuff happens. In no, this no, movie. this is spoilers. Everyone dies. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people die. It's a lot of bad before good. A lot. And um, I, you just have to feel bad for people. But let's start at the very beginning. The very beginning. This is my very, very beginning. favorite, First one of my of favorite movie. moments. Yes, this is my, one of my favorite parts, too, because how can it not be? Yes. So in the opening of the movie, everyone everyone is swearing loyalty to the King of England. All of the Scottish lords. They lost yes. their first attempt at a revolution mm-hmm. with so William Wallace. The Scottish lords are swearing fealty to the king, and we start out in this tent, and he's talking to them, the um, uh, king of England. He's telling them, you know, I'm better than you, blah, blah, blah. I'm the king, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Don't ever do anything stupid again, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. As you do. So we start out, all this one giant take is inside this tent, and then we go outside the tent, and we see that there's this big encampment around these guys, mm-hmm. all these these knights and soldiers and things like that. And then Chris Pine and the Prince of Wales, which I don't know the actor's name. We should look that up. Oh, I have it in my notes. Actually, yeah. I do. Because I wrote a note saying he was a good villain. Yes. He is a good villain. His Me name too. Is Billy Howell. Billy Howell. Huh. I don't yeah. know him. What else is he from? He looks very familiar. I swear I know him. From what? Who, who plays the king? Because I know it's someone famous. I don't know. I just couldn't tell uh, who it was. But so we get, um, we go out of the tent, and we, uh, Chris Pine and Billy Howell get into a. They 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 fight each other, but it's just like a friendly duel. They're messing around. Still, one long take. Because they were friends as kids, they were just yeah having a messing around sword fighting. Yeah. Uh huh. This is They're like ten minutes into the movie. Forth. The whole thing is nine minutes long. Yeah. Just like so you know. Uh, but we're still fighting back and forth. Um, Billy Howell gets the Prince of Wales, gets called back in the tent. We follow him back into the tent. There's some talking in there. Still one long shot. So mm-hmm. talky, talky, talk, talk, talk. The King of England comes out. He goes out the opposite side and calls everyone to him. Mm-hmm. And it is revealed that we are in front of this giant castle. And it is revealed that they they just set up this big, it's not, is it a trebuchet? Yes, trebuchet. Is it a trebuchet? Yes. Okay. Not a catapult. It's a trebuchet. I I know. I wanted to make sure it was right. I didn't want to (laughs) get the offended, offend the trebuchet fans out there. Trebuchet. I think you're saying it wrong. No. It's trebuchet. What are you saying? Forget it. Okay. There's this giant, not catapult launcher out there. (laughs) And um, they were. Same basic principle. Yeah. Um, they were uh, actually, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They were camped outside this castle. Um, one of the last rebellious blockade. lords. Yeah, one of the last rebellious lords. They uh, they told him he couldn't surrender because they wanted to make an example out of him. Mm-hmm. So everyone is surrounding this giant um, trefuge, and they fling this fire, uh, the Roman candles, and what it's called. Yes. They fling it at it, and it hits the wall. It catches on fire. And then he says, now they can surrender. And yes. that's when we get our first cut. And that's nine, nine minutes, minutes. Is nuts. I was like, like, I was watching it, barely, like, watching it as you watch the beginning of a movie, like, paying attention, but not really. Until I was just like, after they started the sword fight, I was like, wait a second, it hasn't cut yet. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's insane. And it just keeps oh, yeah. going. The, the planning and behind this is nuts. You, because, like... I mean, as a film person, it's like when you walk out of that tent, mm-hmm. everyone out there has to be acting. Yes. Everyone act- out there has to be on their game because if they mess up, you have to redo it. Mm-hmm. So, And it's all muddy out. And then when you start sword fighting and slipping and falling, you have to make sure 
like the camera guy's not slipping and falling. You have to make sure everyone that's behind yeah, the camera. Yeah, was that guy, all a steady cam? Uh, I'm sure. I think it might have been. Hmm. Just a guy walking I around. I don't think about it too much. Um, but you have to make sure like everyone behind the guy's acting because hmm. if you turn around to them, they're not holding a water bottle or anything. Yeah, exactly. And then when you go back in the tent, all those guys in the tent have to be acting mm-hmm. and being ready to go. Because you go back out the in. other side of the tent. And then there's this giant trebuchet. <laughs> now, wh- how it's much of like, that was CGI? You think? I don't know. I, I was just thinking about that as we were talking, and I don't know if the castle was or not. Was the trebuchet? Um, the, what? The trebuchet? Was the, was the trebuchet? Do you think that was um, real? I mean, I don't, I don't know if it was CGI. I don't know if the castle was CGI, mm-hmm. like I said, and I don't know if the trebuchet was CGI. That's another thing that can be said about this movie. But it looks CGI or really not, yeah, good. The visuals in this was. movie are incredible. Oh yeah, like I said, the cinematography is amazing. It makes me want to go. To Scotland. I'm sure. I'm sure most of it was filmed on location because when they go to those islands and you see all these castles, I'm sure a lot of that is real. Even though I'm sure most of it's a set because they burned down a lot of castles. I'm sure. Yeah. Just... Oh yeah, obviously they didn't shoot the cat. Like if they shot that as a cat. No, but castle, like the rolling fields uh, and everything, the sky. A lot of that has to be real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm. I actually looked it up, and they did uh, shoot this a lot, almost all of it, in Scotland. Nice. That's and great around to know. there and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So it's very cool. I bet they did shoot some of it at these castles, and mm-hmm. they, I mean, a lot of the interiors they probably shot. In a soundstage yeah. or something like that. But um, a lot of the exteriors, I bet they shot at a castle. Well, that's also the thing did. about Scotland is that a lot of those castles are still around. Oh, yeah. That's what's really That's cool how they it. found Robert the Bruce's, spoilers for fun facts territory, that's how they found Robert the Bruce's remains is that oh, really? in like the late 1800s, they were refurbishing a church and they knocked down a wall and they found a tomb with a gold cloak over this body and a crown at the end of it. Wow. And that's really? how they found where his burial place was. Yeah, huh. it was like the mid that's to so late eighteen awesome. hundreds. Spoilers that for our fun crazy. fact, but uh-huh. it was an accident. They just found it. So that a lot of these but places what? are still around. Oh yeah, uh-huh. it's it's nuts. It's so cool. That's why I really want to go to Scotland to mm-hmm. see these uh, castles and different things like that. Uh, one cool thing that um, I noticed on this this is my second time watching this movie. Yeah, uh, rewatch of the opening scene is it starts on the candle, very close up of the candle. Mm-hmm fire and then ends on a shot of the castle well it ends on a shot of chris pine but it shows um the castle being burnt down yeah so i thought that was cool parallel starting on fire then ending with the fire of the cast uh, the castle yeah that is pretty cool yeah man what's uh your first uh favorite part levi since i uh, stole one of yours you did steal one of mine so i'm down a favorite part but um when the real when the when the really when the movie really picks up it is mm-hmm. Like and like, forty five minutes into it, when they have started the rebellion, but they're still trying to fight fair. Yeah. But yeah. as we said in chivalry. our opening, the English are no longer fighting with chivalry. They're no longer fighting fair. That's one of my favorite quotes. It was I wrote it down. They are unbound by the shackles of chivalry, and they raised the dragon to go kill Robert the Bruce. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so in the middle of the night, they were waiting for to have a battle the next day, but they were ambushed in the middle of the night, right away. Dude, so my 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 notes here yeah. about this battle, I said, why would you camp so close to your enemies? Because they trusted them that they would fight in the morning. That's how everyone <sighs> used to fight. Furious. That's how everyone used to fight. But oh, I know, I know. My favorite moment is when it picks up when Chris Pine and all of them figure out that they need to fight dirty too. Mm-hmm. So they just go from castle to castle, killing all the bad guys, taking the people with them to free them, and burning mm-hmm. the castle down. They were yeah, never uh-huh. staying in one place for too long. And I yeah, thought that was just really smart. It is, yeah, super smart. And they mentioned that they, um, it's time for them to fight like wolves. So they're going around uh, ransacking castles, burning everything that they can't take with them. So the English doesn't ha- don't have anything uh, to use from there. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's so awesome. It's such a cool uh, moment in the movie, and uh, I mean, it's really awesome to see them just battle like that. Well, that's really when things quit being very depressing for them. Yeah, and start picking up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of depression before. After four uh, of his brothers up. are murdered, I think it's three, two. It's two, three, or, yeah, right? three. Two well, or, 
Two are viciously killed. Viciously. So I have this note in my um, notes in yeah. all caps. Uh, freaking McDougals. McDougals. Yes. Screw these guys. Screw you didn't the know. You didn't, I sent you a text before you watched it as I was watching uh-huh. it. And it was just like, McDougal. And you were like, who? I did the La Pond. They killed all of their friends. All of them. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, I even have in my notes, since I, I haven't watched this since it came out. It came yeah. out about two years ago. Um, and I have in my notes. So in this in the movie, um, Robert the Bruce kills another um, Scottish lord that may have um, had a uh, right, right to the, to the throne. Crown. Yeah. Inside mm-hmm. of a church. Inside of a church. So that makes him a little bit of, I mean, a little bit of outlaw, an outlaw, because it was supposed to be holy ground, and a murderer. So some of the Scottish lords don't like him. Well, most of so the Scottish throughout... lords don't like him, because they were all related to that other lord. They were all cousins yeah, and exactly. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he's trying to recruit people, but a lot of people are turning him away, turning him down, mm-hmm. things like that. So on the road, after they got raided by the bad guys at night yeah. um they pass this group of people the mcdougals mm-hmm. freaking mcdougals <laughs> um and they pass through they part on this road the mcdougal mm-hmm. mcdougals yeah and as they start walking through them i'm like they're gonna why would you do attack. that why would you do that because he was why would trusting you even trust them. them in the littlest slightest bit <sighs> it just made me that's upset. how it works back like, then bud Knife fight just happens right there, and they're all dead. I know. But they could have. See, that's the thing, is that they did a really great job in this movie of building the tension in that scene. Oh, yeah. Because they Uh stared at each other for like a minute, Mm -hmm. and then they parted. He walked through them, and you're just waiting the whole time like, when are they going to attack? When are they going to attack? And they never did until later. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, and they don't get attacked until they find one boat on this uh shore mm. and they're taking about half the guys over across this little lock this little pond of river or whatever yeah and then as they're going back to get the rest of the guys they see the army well it's a small group of guys but they see him charging across the um river where the the good guys don't see them. Mm-hmm. So they're shouting and screaming and trying to get back over there as fast as possible so they don't get ambushed. Yeah. And then they just get attacked, and um, it's crazy. This is where you see James Douglas go off, and he is a animal. But screw the McDougals. That's all I have to say. Douglas! Ah, yes. James <laughs> Douglas. That's what we'll talk about him. We'll talk about him right now. Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the whole entire movie. Really? Douglas? Yes. Yes. Aaron Taylor Johnson plays um, James Douglas from, uh, what was it you called it? Or was it called? It's like, uh, I wrote it down. Let me, let, let me look it up. It's it's literally something stupid like Douglasburg. Douglasdale. It's Douglasdale, it is. Yeah. It's not stupid because, you know, they called their lands where they were. Yeah, it's guess what? Just because it's real does not make it okay. All right? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> but he, his land was taken by the English king. Because his father was, was a rebel. Yeah, his father was a rebel. Is Eng- and at the very beginning, in that opening scene, mm-hmm. um, James Douglas comes back to get his land back, and the king says, I never want to hear the name Douglas again. Yeah. And tells him he can't have his land. He says he can and never say his name again. Yeah, he took his you. name away. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Douglas then swears loyalty to Robert the Bruce, and throughout the movie we get to see him be a freaking animal. <laughs> Animal. He He's killed the most awesome. people, probably. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, he goes, Aaron Taylor Johnson just basically go, is a madman in this movie. <laughs> because what's awesome is he is fighting for his name. Yeah. So throughout the whole movie, he's like screaming Douglas, and we joke around mm-hmm. about that, and it's awesome. Um, But he gets to take back his homeland, mm-hmm. which was an awesome scene. Very cool scene. Mm-hmm. He takes back his family's castle, which was very smart because he tacked them. At during church. church, where no one would have swords. They all left their swords outside, mm-hmm. and he and his buddies took swords inside the church. Mm-hmm. See, so he at, least, at least the bad guys followed the rules. I mean... Just for a little bit. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he dis- like I said, he disappears into this role, and there's so many epic moments where mm-hmm. he's just... He's just like, I don't care. He's fighting without, like... 
restraint kind yes. of deal, and it's awesome. Well, my favorite moment with him, which moment. is my last favorite moment, is the Battle of the Bog, and that's oh, the yeah. ending of the movie, the biggest, mm-hmm. the big fight of the entire movie. And in yeah. the middle of this big battle, people are falling over each other. Douglas is killing people left and right, and there's this one guy from the beginning of the movie who mm-hmm. you'll he's he saw he made fun of him like once. And it's yeah. a nice callback, and you he says... You don't make fun of him. Huh? You don't make fun of him, no. I said, you, he don't, says, you don't make fun of him. Yes, and he says to him, what's my name? And the guy, like, whimpers away. He's like, Douglas! And then he kills him, and it was great. Oh, yeah. But... It's so great. That has got to be one of my favorite Douglas moments. And that leads into my last favorite moment, is okay. the Battle of the Bog. Oh, yeah. And well, it's a battle it's of so clever. I forget the name of it. Huh? Uh, the name of the place. I forget the name of the place. Yeah, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. It's something yeah. Scottish, but... I'm calling it the battle at the bog. Okay. Because it was a bog. You're you're good. And it was very clever. See, what they did was they dug a moat because they said that they are trying to rule their land, but they don't know their land. Mm -hmm. And so they have less men, but they know the land better than the English. And they use that to their advantage. So they dug a giant trench in this bog. A bog is like a really muddy area full of water and like foot deep mud. That makes Mm -hmm. it hard for even a horse to run through. Yeah. And so they dug a moat in this, filled it with spikes, and then hid behind the spikes as the English charged at them with their giant army. Mm -hmm. It was like 10,000 men against like uh, 500 men. Uh And the horses all fell into the pit and were stabbed by the pointy sticks, which Uh was crazy. Well, that's something that... um... It's something that I mean I don't I'm not really diving into fun facts but it's kind of something yeah. that happened around this t- time period is the invention of the pike um yeah. and the spear and kind of things like that. I mean like I said earlier in this podcast I am the furthest <laughs> thing from a history major. Yeah. But I did take two western civ classes. I did so I know not. A little <laughs> bit but not a lot. So if anyone wants to correct us, please you do. know where to find us. But um, kind of the invention of you have these heavy calv- cavalry units that are charging in. You have to have a way to fight that. So they started using these long pikes with, sh- I mean, long sticks with sharp edges, basically. Yes. And they would be able to hit the horses and they would fall over yeah. and then you'd be able to attack the knights and things Do you know like what that. happened so a lot smart. in this movie, though? Is that horses were just like stabbed by knives and it worked. Oh, yeah. That was oh, yeah. crazy. Like in the beginning of the movie, when they found out that William Wallace was dead, a guy just shivved a horse, and it was crazy. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, dude, let's talk about that real quick. All right. All right. All right. Um, what was really cool about this, and um, it's his. I mean, it's what happened in history. Um, yeah. It's not my favorite part, but we can talk about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. But it was really neat uh, to see that they showed how William Wallace's body parts were spread out throughout the kingdom. What happened to them after he was ripped apart? <laughs> Yeah, so he was drawn and quartered, and I'm sure tortured a lot. And then they they sent his body parts across the kingdom to show, hey, don't rebel, basically, to scare everyone off. And they put his head on a pike mm-hmm. in, oh, I think it was London Bridge. Yeah. Um, and it would have been cool. You see that in the movie. You see his arm, and then you see his head on the pike. It would have been really cool if they used uh, Mel Gibson's head cast. <laughs> That to do that, but they did funny. not. Did we ever see his head? Yeah, and on London Bridge, you see it oh. when they're coming, when they raise the dragon. Oh, I wasn't paying attention, I guess, at that moment. Mm-hmm. And there's no real dragon in this movie. It's a, it's a, just a term. Just like yeah, now. I mean, if you're expecting a Game of Thrones type thing here, then go watch The Witcher. But, I mean, the battles are on that level. If sure. not better. <laughs> Yeah, but that final, I mean, I have that in my favorite parts, too. We basically have covered both of our favorite parts. Um, the battles parts. in this movie are just epic. Even, like, the small stuff uh, where they're raiding the um, building, the buildings, castles, <laughs> and um, even that ambush um, at the beginning mm-hmm. is just epic. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's very cool to see the scale of uh, battle and warfare uh, take place and it's very neat um this kind of battle stuff is very cool because you know it's just swords and shields and things like that i have a sitting in my office right beside me actually is a replica of andriel um 
Aragorn's sword in the Return of the King. Yeah, and Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's yeah, Lord of the Rings. We're going into fantasy now, um, <laughs> but. I mean, it's a sword. It's a two-handed sword, a one-handed, two-handed sword, kind yeah. of. And it's heavy. It's, yeah. like, intense. It's metal, and it's... I mean, when I first got it, I'm like, wow, I couldn't imagine... Swinging it at someone? Charging. Well, charging into battle and, and fighting with something like this mm-hmm. against someone else. It's they were all in pretty good shape. see what it is. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's very cool to see these epic-scale battles of um, knights and medieval action. I mean, I would watch... Like I said, I would watch... Um, something like this. If they kept putting out movies like this, I would keep watching them. Oh, yeah. Because it's just such a cool thing to see. Yeah, I agree. Everything's cool like that. Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, The Witcher. Oh, yeah. Any sort of, like, I know those are all fantasy, but any sort of medieval-type knights and swords-type thing is really cool. And it'd be mm-hmm. great if there were more uh, factually historical movies that were this well done. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Well, actually, Netflix came out with one just this year. Um, it's called The King. Well, it's based off yeah. the, the the King Henry V. With Batman, right? And it's based off of um, history and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson is in it, and so is um, Timothy Charlemagne. Yeah, that that's how you say name? it. Yeah, sure. Um, but they're both in it. It's, it's very good, and it's very well done, and it also has epic fights and epic hmm. battles and things like that. So if they keep putting out movies like this, I will keep watching them. There so, you go. Please, Netflix, keep doing it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, battles, they're epic. I mean, the, like we said, the final battle is really cool. It's insane, the, like the mud and stuff. And it just shows the tactical uh, genius because the the bogs are on their flanks. And they just needed them to w- work around to the bogs and mm-hmm. then it would get them trapped. And then they would just lose. And they'd have to. Re- the English would have to retreat. And it worked they because they it. did. They won that fight. Yeah, they did. And it was awesome. It was so cool. My last favorite thing uh, comes from the beginning of the battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Robert's speech at the beginning of the battle because, of course, he's the leader of the army. Yeah. He has to give this epic speech, and it is truly epic. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here, I have a question for you about that. I I've never seen Braveheart, but you have. Is you, it as good as the Braveheart speech? What did you just say? Huh? What did you just say? I've never seen Braveheart. You've never seen Braveheart? No. We've talked about this. The whole point of this podcast is I've never seen movies. You've never seen Braveheart? I've seen the speech. I've seen the ending. I saw the part where he rode a horse into How a castle. How did we watch this before you seen Braveheart? That's what I told you before. I should have watched Braveheart first. You told me you've seen it. I don't think so. I'm going to look at my text because we would have watched <laughs> Braveheart before this. You're now right. I know what we're watching next week. This is literally <laughs> live happening on air. <laughs> I thought we were going to watch something else. No, not now. <laughs> oh, I need to breathe for a second. <laughs> Levi, what's your first least, least favorite part? <laughs> My first least All right, so this movie is really well done. So I only have really one complaint about the entire movie. You know what I'm saying? And it's got to be really going back to your texts. <laughs> so my one complaint about this entire movie has to be it's over two hours long. But at the same time, it is nonstop. As soon as that last long take is done, the cuts are hard and fast. Like, the scenes are two to three minutes long because they're just trying to throw information down your throat for the first 45 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it just seems like it's two hours long, but at the same time, it feels very fast. And it just like, they're cutting so much, it feels like I'm in a whiplash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? um, Yeah, yeah, no, no. It does definitely make sense. Um, uh, My first least favorite part is the pacing. Uh, of this movie is kind of meh. There you go. Um, it's very slow at we some agree. points, and then it's very fast at the other points. The first, I think, I think I was looking at the uh, the time in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like thirty five minutes before we start outlawing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really. It takes, it He's, takes he gets a crowned king thirty minutes into it. I really like I put that, that in scene, my notes. By the way. Yeah. Um, but like like Levi said, it's all good stuff. But it's like, all right, I'm ready to go kind of get going kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Why, uh, it's just pacing's just a little off in this movie. 
Um, it just kind of threw me off at the beginning. And then once he's once they start sacking the castles, things like that, it starts speeding up a little yeah. bit. Uh, things get a bit more interesting, um, and it it just picks up. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. That's really uh, my only complaint. I, that's your only complaint. I have two more. Yeah, what do you got? Smaller ones. Um, my second one is, and I know this is history. <laughs> I know this is probably uh, what happened, or yeah. maybe it's not what happened. But Robert the Bruce should have definitely killed the Prince of Wales. See, I wrote that down, but since it is history, I didn't think I should complain about it. No, I'm complaining about it because he <laughs> should have killed him. See, at least how he's portrayed. Do you think in the it movie. actually happened that way? No, uh, or are they just trying to be dramatic? I don't know. Um, I'll have to ask someone about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, because I, again, I'm not a history professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know a lot, but <laughs> what I do know is I don't know. What I do know is that he should have killed him in that moment. Yes, he should have killed him. <laughs> because the English are retreating, but the Prince of Wales is left behind because he fell off his horse. Yeah. Um, he's all by so himself. Him, he's all by himself behind enemy, enemy lines, basically. Mm. And what's interesting is um, all these guys are, all these Scottish guys are watching the English retreat. So that was in my notes. No one noticed. Behind, yeah, it was interesting. It was very cool, I think. Because behind them, uh, Robert the Bruce and the Prince of Wales are fighting each other. It kind of parallels how this started this movie. Which I really liked. Um, yeah, I really like that too. And they're fighting each other, and Robert gets the upper hand and is about to kill him, but mm-hmm. he throws a sword on the ground and decides to let him go. For no good reason. <sighs> kill the man. Because Just history man. dictates it. History dictates the story. That he survived. The man. Shiv the fool. Shiv the fool. Kill him. And then you're all good. That he was the king of England too at the time. Yeah, he didn't have any kids at that in point in this either. movie. In this movie, yeah. so you know, you kill him. King of England's gone. England's in chaos. You take over England. I mean, that's not what they wanted. They just wanted their yeah. land back. They can have all the land at that point. <laughs> you're thinking like an English person, Lucas. Eh, whatever. <laughs> all right. So my last favorite part is, and it is all around the same time period. Yeah. I don't like that this just ends. Kind of. It just. It's like this big epic battle, and yeah. it's over. See, because that's because I told I mentioned this to you before we start recording, but like this mm-hmm. goes into our fun facts section. But yeah, we can kind of merge because we're about to go into that. Good point. So mm-hmm. this Robert the Bruce ruled the Scots for I think fifteen years. It might have been 10, 10 to 15 years. I forget the dates exactly. But this movie... Again, I watch movies and not histories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw the dates. It was like 1303 to 13-something else. But um, okay. but he in this this movie feels like... I feel like it only takes place over the span of like a year. You know, like the first mm-hmm. year of his rule. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's like a whole lot... I think lot... it takes place a lot longer than that, though. I was talking to my friend... Uh, Tyler Bowers, who is my resident history uh, professor. <laughs> shout out to Tyler. Uh, Tyler, big shout out. Um, but uh, I actually talked to him about an hour last week um, mm-hmm. about this movie, about The King, about The Witcher, about a bunch of other things. And he was telling me a bunch of different facts about things. Uh, we'll talk about them here in a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think he told me it. This whole thing takes place over maybe five-ish years. See, I don't remember off the top of my head. But he told me it takes place over a couple years. They might have been ransacking probably, castles for a long time. Yeah. They spread. They, they Obviously, they condensed it for the movie. Yeah. It's already two hours long. There's not much they yeah. could have put more into it. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's why, well, you know, that's probably a good reason we never see his daughter again after she's taken. Oh, yeah. Because uh-huh. then you would see that there's a lapse of time because no one else really ages. Yeah, uh-huh. But, like, I yeah. think that's, like, the main problem with it is that there's more to this story than mm-hmm. what we saw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just like you got this huge battle and then the text starts coming up on the screen. And it's just like, oh, man, yeah. I want to see more. <laughs> I want to see more of this. I want to yeah. see what happens next. I want to see, instead of the text telling me what happens next, I would like to see what happens. Well, they should have done but, a Netflix miniseries. Yeah, I know. That's what it's like. I'm like, oh, okay, give me some more. I want some more of this mm-hmm. right now. But yeah, I agree. What do you? I was waiting for you to say something. Um, I was uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Levi, so you mentioned uh, your fir- you you mentioned some facts. I mean, we've been talking facts throughout this whole thing. 
um, talking facts about things we don't know anything about. Yes, really. We just watch movies. Uh, but I have a couple facts too. A couple things that I got from Tyler in our phone call. Um, one thing that I noticed a lot of, mm-hmm. and it's kind of neat. This movie w- actually did a lot better about it than I thought. Yeah. Um, in medieval medieval times, they wouldn't have used swords a lot, actually. Yeah. Because they were all wearing thick armor and chainmail and things like that. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of slashing going on. You'd want to use like a hammer or like a uh, axe or yeah. something like that, something that could penetrate that armor um, and get through it. That's what um, Tyler was saying. Um, this was not the age of like slashing, it was the age of mm-hmm. penetration. Because you want to get through that armor and get your opponent and then just like slashing with a sword. The sword yeah. wouldn't have done anything. He said arrows probably wouldn't have done much either. I liked in this movie that they mentioned the weak points of the armor too. I thought that was cool. When they're training people on the island, mm-hmm. they point out the weak spots in the armor. And a lot of people did use axes, like you said. Yeah, and it, like hammers with spikes on mm-hmm. the end and things like that. And I thought that was cool, a cool thing. For I just his, thought that was because like, they're historically Scottish. accurate. Well, yeah, there's a couple of that. I mean, they just use tools and things like that. But, I mean, that's more pe- more and more people use different weapons like that than they did uh, swords. So, yeah. I thought that was cool. Uh, one other thing, and Tyler also, I'm sure told swords about, were expensive and whatnot. Oh, yeah, I bet they were. And a lot of the people who were rebelling were just farmers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, they just got what complaining they about all the taxes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Another cool uh, fact. Tyler had mentioned to me, it was kind of interesting that uh, he was telling me in a lot of medieval movies like this, you'll never, you never see uh, the colors that they actually would wear. Yeah. He told me a lot of them would wear bright, bright colors to, for their houses and things like that and yeah. their families and stuff. Um, he was saying like pink was a very popular color hmm. um, back then. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I that's never interesting. knew that. Did you notice that. that the only person that put on like actual colors was uh douglas yeah uh, after yeah, he took his land star, back the blue and the the stars and stuff so mm-hmm. i thought that was cool it was very cool so my last fun fact and then tyler bowers uh gave me these facts and they were kind of cool um they mm-hmm. don't really have anything to do with the filmmaking but it's <laughs> the history of it all yeah um he told me the one thing i need to take away from our conversation and maybe one thing you need to take away from this podcast other mm-hmm. than this movie is really good uh, is that horses do not like pointy sticks. That is an exact quote. The uh, <laughs> quote Tyler Bowers in is, horses do not like pointy sticks because they hurt. Obviously. So there's that fun fact. The only fact that I really got off of Wikipedia that I thought was interesting was mm-hmm. that they won. Robert the Bruce won their independence from the English. But after he died and the throne passed on to his son, who was too young to be a king, he had people looking out for him, and every person was named a duke of something, And but they kept dying. So he had like seven people watching out for him until he was old enough to be king. And then after Robert died, the English kept attacking them. They never forgave them for getting their independence until yeah. they finally got them back under English rule. So his son ran to France, ran to, back to England, and fought with the French against the English, and... It was just a whole mess after Robert died, and I thought that was interesting that he was the only one keeping the peace and that keeping their independence. You know mm, what I'm saying? That's very interesting. Yeah, no, that's very cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, because it all just went to crap after he died, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that tends to happen when kings die. <laughs> yeah. So, let's move on to our favorite part of this podcast. Mm-hmm. The part where Shia LaBeouf creeps into our hearts and creeps into our podcast. <laughs> shy surprise. With a little bit of shy surprise. Yes, it is indeed. <laughs> this one, uh, we're kind of at odds in this one because I don't agree. We normally with are. And I oh, yeah. I like this one for mine. No, I don't. So go ahead and tell me. <laughs> so I think. You're a shy surprise. I think that Shia LaBeouf would do fantastic as Douglas. Replacing Aaron Taylor Johnson with Shia LaBeouf. Just See, got with the beard and the hair and everything, screaming Douglas as he hacks people up. I think he would do great at that. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. And yes, yes, I, I would I would like to see that too. But? And I think he would do well. 
but I don't want to get rid of Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, that's fair. Because he did so good. I know. It's kind of like last week when we were talking <laughs> about Ben Foster and Outlaw King. It's just like he we made that, on that role. Too. We did because you were wrong. Um, but he <laughs> made that role. So I don't want to take him away from that role because it wouldn't be the same mm-hmm. without him. The same goes for Aaron Taylor Johnson in this movie. Mm-hmm. Is he is so good in that role that I can't picture. I, I cannot picture anyone else but him in it. What was your shy surprise then? My shy surprise. I kind of couldn't really think of anyone. Um, yeah. There's no. Oh, you one were that, right, you like, were thinking about it right up until we started recording. I, I did. I was, and there wasn't anyone that like you know. If Shia LaBeouf was just this guy, he would just mm-hmm. pop up on screen. And be the be this guy. Ooh, um, I thought still have another good one. Where you're saying that? Continue. Okay, uh, <laughs> but mine was probably the Prince of Wales. See the antagonist in this movie. I think. He but could, that could guy did a great off, job maybe. too. Yeah, he did. But I'm not going to take out Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's fair. I think you would what like more. How about this? Here's one you would like. How okay. about the kid who found the crown and He's was too holding old. on to it for him? That'd be weird. I mean, he just loves his king. Nope. No, that's weird. All right, fine. I just think he should be Douglas. No, no. And this, the point of this segment is always saying we want to see Shia LaBeouf in more roles. Yes, he's he is glorious. (laughs) He's a national treasure. The best. A national treasure. One day you'll (laughs) see Nicolas Cage stealing Shia LaBeouf. Yes. (laughs) All right, Levi. Final verdict of Outlaw King. This movie gets two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? I would cool. buy it, but I don't have to because I have my parents' Netflix password. It is on Netflix. It's on Netflix. And, you know, this kind of um, something that I've thought about recently is they announced that they're releasing The Irishman. I mean, they did this for a couple movies. Mm-hmm. Roma, I think they did uh, last year or two years ago. The Irishman they're doing this year. Marriage Story. What do you mean they're going to release it? What do you mean? They're going to release them on DVD. And the Critter- Critterton correction. Because they're movies that people are going to want to buy. They do that with some and TV shows, too. Like all those Marvel yeah. TV shows. and mm-hmm. They've whatnot. done that with a couple things. And it's kind of sad because I would buy this movie. Yeah. I would definitely buy this movie. I'd watch it over and over again. Um, but now you can because you have Netflix. It's only on Netflix. Yeah, I know. But it's kind of one of those things, as a movie collector, I would like to have this on my shelf kind of thing. So it's kind of a bummer that you can't just buy this movie. Um, That's but, fair, but they're also the ones that made it. So I mean, they yeah, get to. Yeah, no, it's it's understandable. Decide what to do with it. I am just a pro- a big proponent of uh, physical media. Yeah, we're all your VHS tapes then. I have DVDs. I know, I but someday they're gonna be outdated too. Well, then I'll update to the next thing. But digital. I have Blu-rays. No, I don't want to do digital. That's the future, man. Nah, <laughs> I like having shelves of movies. It's like books. Yeah, I know. I have a bunch of shelves of movies hey, i have 17 long boxes of comic books i understand yeah you do and that's crazy um <laughs> outlaw king outlaw king up, everyone should go it? see it if you have not already it's a great movie all right check out Outlaw king and maybe check out braveheart before you watch outlaw king i know <laughs> that they're not the same thing or just go and watch um, clips from it not the same not the same man <laughs> it's not the same Go check out Outlaw King. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week now. Levi threw me off with this. I really had a plan. <laughs> I thought you wanted to do uh... Monty Python. Yeah. I wanted to do that, but now I don't. I'd rather watch Monty Braveheart. Python. We'll push off Braveheart then. Like you said, I we'll do a Mel Gibson marathon at some point. Okay, we've never seen, you haven't seen Passion of the Christ either. or. Now, well, he's not in that. Isn't he in that? No, he's not. <laughs> he directed it. This just shows like he what directed I Braveheart. Seen. Oh, wait. He directed Braveheart? He's directed three movies, and they're great, all of them. Isn't, didn't he direct the one with Spider-Man? Apocalypto and um, Passion of the Christ. No, that's uh, Scorsese that did that. Oh, right. Yes. But <laughs> we'll do My Python and the Holy Grail. That's what we're doing next week. All we're right. doing My Python and the Holy Grail. Levi's never seen this. I've never seen. I've never I, seen any Monty Python thing. This is the only thing I've seen. Yeah. This was a big statement. You know, my, my friend Derek Monastere and your friend Connor Monastere loved these when we were younger. 
and they yeah. talk about them all the time. Shout out to Derek and Connor. But I, uh-huh. I've never seen these. So so we're going to watch My Python on the Holy Grail. We're going to check out the trailer for that and I'll let you know what we think of it. So hold on tight and we'll let you know. So we just checked out the trailer for My Python on the Holy Grail. Yep. And it's kind of, you kind of got to look at it a different way because... <laughs> it's very dated. Um, it's very dated. They did trailers very differently back then. And also, it, the trailer in and of itself is meant to be a joke. Yes. So it doesn't really tell you anything about the movie. No. Um, the whole thing is kind of a silly British comedy that's a classic. Yes. I haven't watched it in years and years and years and years and years and years. Probably since high school. I've heard a lot of the um, jokes from it. But and they're yes, all hilarious. these are jokes that are classics. Um, you have various different things. I don't want to spoil it for Levi, mm. but uh, you got the Holy Hand Grenade, the Knights Who Say Knee. <laughs> uh, it's all about King Arthur, Lord of the Britons. So kind of to get out of our seriousness rut that we've been in the last two movies, yeah. we're going to do something a little silly next week, and then we'll dive into some other movies. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to watch this again. It's been a long time since I have watched it. Uh, Levi, what do you think about it? I'm really excited to watch this. I, sh- I should have seen this a long time ago, and it looks hilarious. So I'm sure I'm going to love it, and I cannot wait to watch it. Yeah, it, it, it's very cool. I mean, it has some very, str- I mean, particular, strange humor to it, but it's just so quotable. Once again, so, it's very dated. <laughs> so perfect in its style and the way it mm. is. Uh, we'll have to come up uh, with our favorite quotes next week. Levi. Yes. That put that on your notes. We'll yes. do in favorite quotes next week. That's right. All right. So check out Outlaw King, and if you're feeling something silly after something that's very <laughs> depressing for some of it, uh, check out My Python, the Holy Grail. We're gonna be talking about that on our next episode. We're actually doing episodes every two weeks now to give us a little bit of break between it, and uh, so we don't get burnt out again. So every other um, Tuesday, right? Every other Tuesday, we'll be dropping new episodes. Uh, when we were recording this one, uh, we just dropped uh, Hell or High Water. So now, um, not next week, but the week after, we will drop this, and um, we'll let you know when we're doing stuff, man. That's right. I'm awesome. excited. So I'm excited to be back. I'm excited, too. I'm excited to be back. This has been fun. Uh, I'm excited to do more movies and mm-hmm. to have you watch more movies. Uh, I'm the host of movies I show my brother, Lucas Green. And I'm his brother, Levi Green. And uh, join us next week. Uh, Have fun. Have a great week. And uh, peace out. Douglas.